Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval and check out my podcast Conversations with Unc on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hell, I suck at dating. With Dean Ungler and Jared Haven, an iHeartRadio podcast. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to an all-new episode of Help, I Suck at Dating. Uh, And I wish, you know, every time we start these episodes, I say, we got a great episode in store for us. We got something going on with Jared. We got a great guest. And well, we do have a great guest today. Uh, I, I can't confidently say that we're going to have a great episode. And the reason is, uh, it's just me by myself. There's no Mark or Easton to fall back on. Riley is here, uh, as she usually is. But I, I don't know um, of her interest in being involved uh, regularly in this episode. So it's I guess it's going to be me talking about uh, whatever comes to my mind. But before we... Uh, get into whatever I want to talk about. I do want to let you guys know we have Vanessa Anarusian, uh she's from the new dating show, The Armenian Dating Show, which is actually kind of funny to say that. But uh, she'll be joining us a little bit later after the first break. Um, so just, if you're interested in that, stick around for that. But I guess I can update you guys on where I am. So right now I am in uh, Nashville, Tennessee, because tomorrow is, well, as of, I guess, this recording being aired, Yesterday was Ben and Jess's uh, wedding here in Nashville. So there's a bunch of us out here. Uh, Kaylin, Nick, Natalie, and myself are all staying in a nice little house uh, near downtown Nashville. Nick was actually supposed to guest host this uh, episode with me, but there are uh, uh, some small fears that I might have COVID, uh, but that's not confirmed. It's also not denied. I uh, so I, I've been doing a lot of uh, like renovating of our house in Las Vegas, and I inhaled a lot of sawdust. And I wasn't wearing a mask, and I was like sanding and cutting and doing a bunch of stuff with wood. And I think I inhaled a lot of sawdust, and so my sinuses are really, really messed up right now. Like they're clogged. I can't really breathe through my nose very well. It's gotten a little bit better actually, but. That's why it's just me hosting today. Jared is in Mexico at his best friend's wedding. I think he's a groomsman. He actually was going to come on today. And I said, no, Jared, you can take the day off because Nick and I are going to co-host. And then right before we started co-hosting, rightfully so, Nick was like, yeah, maybe I don't think I want to do that anymore. So here I am just rambling and rambling on. I'm going to go into our hot topics here because... I don't really know what else to talk about, honestly. Riley, do you want to jump in on this podcast with me? Because I feel just weird talking and talking and talking. I'm happy to jump on with you. And I think you're doing a great job. Oh, thanks. Well, I need you here. So I appreciate you joining me. Um, Riley, before we jump into the hot topics, mm-hmm. can you just give us an update on uh, where your parents are since the last time we talked to them? <laughs> um, my parents are still traveling around and living their lives and having fun. Um they're so excited about what they're doing and 
um, you know, this new stage in their life. So they're just careless and worry-free. And uh, their YouTube video is still going strong or their YouTube channel? They're going strong. Yep. Have you um, been featured on the YouTube channel yet? I have not. Um, I know my brother for sure does not want anything to do with it. Um, yeah. I'm a little more open to it, but I think I want them to, you know, have the spotlight and do okay. what they want to do. So, but if they would like me to, I'm happy to. That's nice of you. Are you going to be uh, seeing them for Thanksgiving? I am. Uh, we are actually going out this weekend to visit my grandparents and do an early Thanksgiving with them. So, um, where's that? Palm Springs. Oh, nice. Palm Springs. That's exactly what I think about when I think about Thanksgiving. Yes. Nice and warm. Nice and warm. Um, all right, Riley. Well, so you and I are, thank you for uh, again, jumping in and co-hosting this podcast with me because we all know how much I struggle to do things on my own. Um, so the hot topics that we have today, there are five big, big red flags to look out for while dating, according to a relationship expert. And I want to go through all five of those with you. Is that okay? Yeah, let's do it. And I also want to talk about whether you've experienced any of these or not, because I'm sure at some point or another, we have either experienced them or done them ourselves. So the first one is, uh, they want you to move too fast as a couple. And I feel like this is typically, um, actually, no, I guess I was going to say this typically is women experiencing it, but I, I bet you it probably goes both ways. So have you ever been like dating someone and then they wanted to progress the relationship too quickly and you were like turned off by it? Definitely. I think, you know, it wasn't so much the relationship they want to progress, but they like talked to me right off the bat. Like we were in a relationship, you know, like meeting somebody for the first time, they were always, they were like quick to use like pet names, like baby and stuff like that. And I was like, Ooh, I just, that's gross. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's definitely a red flag too. I, um, I've, I've had to go both ways. I've been like, I guess, it's hard not to like, like, let's say you have like a great night with someone, right. And you guys like hang out, um, and you're hanging out the next day and like, you are just like lovey dovey holding hands, kissing in public, like that kind of stuff. I, I feel like that can sometimes be, um, easy, but I feel like there are a lot of occasions where you're right. Like you're talking to someone to, for not very long and they start like turning it on way too much and calling you baby. And like, Oh, that's kind of gross. I guess I I'm trying to think like, I don't know if I've ever experienced that personally though. I feel like it, especially from the bachelor show that happens pretty frequently, like people fall yeah. in love in less than a, a week, but personally, like outside of my show experience, I can't think I've ever had that happen. Have you found yourself like, talking too soon? Like saying things that you normally wouldn't? Well, my brain is mush again. I want to remind you that. Um, have I ever done that? Uh, I mean, I want to say no, but the answer is probably yes. Like at some point or another, I'm sure I had done something very ridiculous like that. I think, uh, I think even if I was really into someone though, I would always try to slow play it to the best of my ability. Um, so maybe not so much, but I don't know. That's a hard question to ask, uh, to answer because as, uh, you obviously know, it's like, it's hard to recall every, every moment of every dating experience you've ever had in your entire life, but we're going to move on to the next one. Cause that one's tricky. So that's number one is they want you to move too fast as a couple. Um, number two is they only communicate via text or social media. And I have definitely been involved with people that are like this. And I wonder, I wonder why it is too. I think that there are, well, there's obviously like the catfishing purposes, right? Like they don't want to talk on the phone because they're worried about like their voice or they don't want to meet in person because they don't want you to like see what they actually look like. So I think there's a lot of issues that surround that. Um, but I think that even, even beyond that, like, let's say you have met them in person and you know exactly who they are and they still only want to text or they still only want to like chat on social media. I think that can be a bit of a red flag too. Cause it's like, well, like, why is this your only form of communication? I I'm recalling like one person in particular that like, I feel like she was like dating, like maybe like five other guys at the time. And that's why that was like her way of keeping everything organized was by texting uh, full time instead of talking on the phone. Mm -hmm. So that's why uh, that's like what I related to, but it definitely is a red flag. Have you ever experienced that where someone uh, never wants to call or meet in person or anything like that? A hundred percent, especially being on dating apps. Like people don't want to get off dating apps. Most of the time they just want to stick there and they right. talk for, you know, hours. Well, we hours. had, we had that guest not too long ago that made that good point too. There's like a rule where it's like, 
uh, after a week or two weeks, if they haven't asked you to like move from the app to like get your phone number or something like that, then it's just time to give up on it because they're taking too long. And I agree with that. I think uh, a lot of people just like to like sit on their on their hands and twiddle their thumbs and uh, not move on to the next thing. Um, this one actually kind of is ironic to me because not ironic, but uh, timely. Number three is they trash talk their ex. And uh, the reason I say it's timely is because uh, Caitlin and I were actually just talking about this last night. Is I feel like I got uh, under a lot of uh, scrutiny for doing the opposite of that, for ha- talking highly of my ex who is now in Clayton season. So uh, I guess they're both red flags. You don't want to talk trash about your ex and you don't want to talk highly about your ex because either way you're going to um, be in a red flag there. All right, we got our guest waiting in the waiting room. So I'm just going to uh, go through these last two real quick. They just got out of a relationship. That's not really a red flag to me. That just means bad timing, I guess. Or number five, they got drunk on the first date. Also not a red flag to me um, because getting drunk on the first date is a great way to take the edge off. Um, Okay, well, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to get to our guest. Stay tuned through the break. We'll be right back. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing Black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois and my life has never been the same and I love her so much and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com adoption drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from Brain MD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite with just two caps 
capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All right, everybody, welcome back to Help I Suck at Dating. And uh, I know I promised to have Vanessa here joining me, but I actually am going to do you guys one better. I have Vanessa and Natasha joining us from the Armenian Dating Show. Um, how are you guys? Doing well. Thank you so much. Thank, I'm great. Thanks for asking. Thanks so much for joining. Um, I appreciate you guys uh, joining the episode of Help I Suck at Dating. So I, I just got to ask, because I've never really heard of the Armenian Dating Show. So I just need to know all about it can you start from the finish or start from the beginning and go all the way to the end for me like what it's about what what can we expect if we're watching all that kind of stuff um basically it is the brainchild of our amazing producer anthony abachi and the production team that he founded miasin um and it's an unscripted show that basically over 10 episodes serializes what it's like to date um as an armenian in la um, the struggles of it all while still trying to like be connected to our roots and our culture and our heritage and all of that. And, you know, basically how much we also suck at dating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So do we get to see some of that? We, we get to see you guys dating on the show then, obviously. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's a little twist to it. So before the main singles go out on their dates, their dates have to meet their families first. Oh yeah, how can I forget that? (laughs) That was the big like, surprise. (laughs) Why is that? Is is family super important in Armenian dating culture? Is that why? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't think Natasha and I, a lot of people, like our friends, we wouldn't date people who are not very family oriented. Like our family is our foundation. It's our bedrock. They're our biggest support system and our biggest critics. Um, mainly our critics, but you know, we, um, basically the whole point of it is that they meet our friends and family before they meet us. And, and just how stressful that is. Cause I personally have never had anyone meet my friends or family, anyone that I've dated. So it was very like anxiety inducing for me. <laughs> well, wait, I gotta, I gotta stop right there then. So if, if it's so important, why have you never had anyone meet your family or friends before now? Because no one made the cut. Uh, <laughs> they weren't no. important enough. <laughs> that makes sense. It was just that they weren't important enough. Exactly. <laughs> I think it's like, you know, there's a big emotional burden involved with having someone meet the people that matter to you the most. And I just never really thought anyone that I dated met my family and friends standards. So sorry. Um- so then this was a, a major twist for you then, rather than going from someone never meeting your parents and your, and your family uh, to then meeting them before you even get the, so you, you haven't even had the chance to meet these people, right? They uh, yeah, go through the this, ringer with the family yeah, first. Yeah. It's basically like they meet my friends and family and then I'm sitting on a blind date with these guys. I have no idea what they look like or anything. And they're talking to me about my parents. Like, oh, your mom's a hoot. Your dad's like this. Your friends were asking crazy questions. And I'm like, how is this happening? <laughs> <laughs> Natasha, what was your experience like with it too? Were you stressed out with them meeting your family before? So my experience is different than Vanessa's because I'm not a main single. So I had to meet the guy's parents that I went on a date. With. Oh, great. So we get both sides of it then. So what was that like then walking in so, to meet them? I mean, it's interesting because you learn a lot about that person like through someone else's eyes. But to be fair, I feel like the families are going to only put, you know, the good stuff out there. I tried to get some, um, some gossip or like embarrassing stuff out, right. but they were very, very protective, <laughs> um, on revealing any of that information. So yeah, I so, guess it was just like hearing all the good things about this person and like, I guess like getting excited without meeting them yet. But doesn't it kind of go both ways? Like, let's say you walk in to meet some guy's family and you like, don't, mesh well with the family right and then what if they're like we really like you we want you to meet our son and then in your back of your head you're like well i don't even know if i want to meet your son now Does that, did yeah, that ever well, happen at all um i mean i can't say on the show but right. i've never had to do that elsewhere so no that has never happened in my life before but 
guess you'll just have to watch the show to see. And I don't think like as a rule of thumb, I don't think Natasha and I are like willing to meet people's friends and family before we meet them moving forward. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a one one time experiment. Maybe not going to happen again. Before before having done the Armenian dating show, had you guys ever been on like a blind date or anything like that? I have been on a blind date once, and I told myself I'd never do it again. Never to do it again. It was that bad. Alas. What what was the first blind date like? Was it it was just that bad that you decided you never wanted to give it a shot? So this is going to sound very shallow. I'm not a shallow person. Like. I'm attracted to a lot more things than looks. That's actually like bottom of the radar. Mm-hmm. But this person just looked twice my age um, at the time. And I was not down with that. But also some of like the values that we spoke about, I was like, yeah, this is not going to work. Um, right. But it was an okay date. Like it went smooth, but smoothly. But I was like, there's a spark. Yeah. Vanessa, what about you? Had you ever been on a blind date before the show? Um, I joke with my friends that I've been on a blind date because I swear to God, I feel like I was catfished once. Like this guy was not using like current photos of himself. So (laughs) I was at the bar like, where is he? Where is he? (laughs) But, you know, I mean, it's a dangerous world out there with online dating. And I felt like I have done such a crappy job picking them myself that maybe I should just put it in the hands of someone else. I mean, can't get much worse. (laughs) Yeah. So can you guys share a little bit more? I know you said your Armenian dating is very family oriented and you're, you know, everyone's kind of involved in the process, but uh, can you guys kind of like compare and contrast or like share maybe like what's unique about Armenian dating culture more so than just like the family? Like, is there anything else beyond that? I mean, like for me, it's just everything in one. So like knowing the language and like the culture, the traditions, the holidays, and just like having the appreciation for that. Um, I guess that doesn't necessarily mean that they have to be Armenian. Like, right. I think, I mean, myself, I don't know if I can speak on Vanessa's behalf, but like are, are open to non-Armenians, but as, as long as the respect for the culture is there, um, I know a handful of people who, you know, are not Armenian and, and love our culture and almost seem more Armenian than I am <laughs> sometimes because they're surrounded by like so many other friends and um, that are, but yeah, I think just having, it, it's just, easier i guess if you yeah. it's easier right. to have someone who understands like the mannerisms of your family and like just the the way things are and like the strictness or like the you know just the different cultures traditions and like practices that that come with being armenian yeah and you know someone you can talk crap about in the same language about other people is always most an important <laughs> yes I mean yeah for me personally like my my parents they're both Armenian but completely opposite experiences like my dad is third generation Armenian born in America my mom is Armenian born in Syria so like my dad doesn't read write anything like that and I think assimilation was like a really big fear for them with you know me and my siblings so they they really instilled from like day one you've got to be with an Armenian you've got to be with an Armenian and like a true rebellious teenager, you know, 20 year old in college, I was like, screw you guys, I'm going to date whoever I want. And then as I got older, I was like, it is just a little bit easier, you know, and I'm not, I'm not closed off to being or dating a non-Armenian, but I think it's just my preference. And, um, you know, so we'll just see if, if he's out there. Yeah. Well, and Vanessa, to your point too, I remember um, many, many, many years ago, I was dating this uh, this French girl and she uh, like introduced me to her family. And whenever I was around, I was I would always like beg them. I was like, please don't speak French when I'm around because I yeah. feel like you're talking crap about me behind my back because I can't understand anything you're saying. <laughs> so it, it must be nice to be able to talk crap to people in Armenian that might not be able to understand what's going on. <laughs> um, so so both of your dating histories then it's been mostly armenian right have you guys uh tried dating other cultures and it just wasn't um what you wanted or have you guys just basically strictly stuck to dating other armenians i'd say for me it was it's mainly been armenians i've been on dates with uh non-armenians as well and i think ultimately like we didn't connect for other reasons as well. I don't think it was just the fact that he wasn't Armenian, but um, 
I think now I just kind of like, I look and I swipe and I'm like, is that an Armenian name or not? Like, oh, let me look at the pictures and try to <laughs> figure out what's going on. Because like, I don't have an Armenian name. I don't, I've been told I don't really look Armenian. So I, you know, I had to like add like an Armenian flag in my profile. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. It For me, it's, it's mainly been Armenians. And trust me, that's come with its own baggage of like, you know, kissing frogs they're not all great either but mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm sure natasha can relate as well yeah i would say mine is like 50 50 i'm definitely open to dating non-armenians but for the long run ideally i would like to marry an armenian but of course like if someone else comes along then i'm like okay you're an amazing person you treat me well like you respect me and my family and like we get along and it just works then I wouldn't necessarily say no, but yeah, ideally I would want to end up with an Armenian, but I'm not opposed to dating a non-Armenian. What is, what is Armenian culture in Los Angeles like? Like, obviously it's, it's Americanized to a degree, but is it still pretty uh, culturally like representative of back in Armenia? Um, it depends know, on what part to... of LA you're in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, are you in the Valley? Are you in Glendale? Are you in, like, Los Angeles? Um, I mean, we both went to private Armenian schools, so we were very much in that community, and, like, we grew up with that. But if you are an Armenian that wasn't necessarily, like, part of an Armenian school or, like, an Armenian organization, then I guess you might not be as um, ingrained Mm -hmm. in culture or, like, know as many people in the community but I think that's mostly I would say up to the parents to decide like how involved they want their kids to be in in that right yeah and I'd say even I mean I think the beauty of this show as well is kind of how much it highlights how many like eclectic different types of Armenians there are that we're not like this monolithic idea like every other ethnic group we're not all the Kardashians we're not everything that you see in Glendale we're not you know we're, there's so many different facets to us and that's the beauty of it all like we're not a complete picture without having the you know maybe a little bit more fresh off the boat Armenians we're not a complete picture right. without some of the Armenians who don't speak the language or anything but identify as that and um, you know, it's just, it, it, it does depend on different areas of LA, but ultimately everyone tells a beautiful story about being Armenian and it's unique to them. And, and we should all respect that. Yeah, absolutely. That's beautifully said. Okay. So the show premieres on YouTube on November 15th, I believe. Right. So yep. have you guys been able to see the episodes yet? Are you nervous about what it holds or? We haven't uh, seen them yet. We're going to we see it on the day before, the night before. Okay. Uh, so and what are, where, how are your nerves right now? You. <laughs> yeah. Are you guys nervous? Oh, my God. Yeah, especially yes. personally, because I've been told I don't hide emotion on my face, which I thought I was like, a, you know, a bluffing expert. But um, now I, it has come to my attention that I'm like, like like and everything is red in my face so that's problematic i mean it premieres november 15th and i'm pretty sure it's the end of my dating life november 16th. <laughs> so well let's just hope that by the end of the show that means you found your uh, future husband <laughs> or that i have locked myself into my house because i can't go out anymore no i think you'll be fine do you so i guess on that note then do you have any regrets that maybe you would change if you could go back and change time with the show or in life? Yeah. Well, <laughs> the loaded question. We'll keep it. We'll keep it more uh, more topical with just the show then. Okay. I don't regret doing it at all. I think it was a really great experience, and honestly, like the crew was so fun to be with. So, like everything else aside, like I, you know, I think we both just met a lot of really fun and cool people that we would keep ties with in the future. Um, but yeah, it, it was a very something very different and out of the box. And this is the first time that a show like this exists. So it's kind of cool to be the, the the pavers of the way, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I did I was worried initially that like this whole thing was a mail order bride situation. I was like, <laughs> yeah, what am I getting myself into? Um, but you know, in talking to the producers and the director and everyone and 
just how much time they spent into getting to know me, getting to know um, my likes, my dislikes, what I am looking for in someone. I thought to myself, like, if they spend half this much time with interviewing the candidates, like, I'll be okay. If nothing yeah. else, they'll be half decent. So right. yeah, I have no regrets with doing the show. I made great friends along the way, great experiences. Um, complicated love stories now but people have to watch and see hopefully a successful one at the end of the day though so did you two did you two know each other before going on the show nope no. we did not we were united because of this podcast and then we actually met in person last week so that we can you know vibe together nice <laughs> actually, that's like, amazing know who the other person is and we're not just like an imaginary figure yeah <laughs> And like she so, said, we both went to Armenian private schools and are a couple years apart and never met each other. So. Yeah. so on the show, do we get to watch you guys form friendships or is it mostly just like dating stuff? No, it's separate. So like, yeah. no, no one meets on the show except for like the people they're dating or going mm -hmm. on dates with. So yeah, we, we hadn't seen each other until yeah. literally last week. <laughs> <laughs> How come we don't see any, if at all, uh, Armenian representation on The Bachelor. I don't know. I don't know. I have a phone to pick with my boss because he's the president of ABC. So I'm going to need to get up in yeah. there. Heck yeah, you do. We got to start seeing some more of that. Yeah, you she guys... has more power over that than I do. So. Would you guys be, would you guys go on the show if you were single and interested? No. No? <laughs> I can't do it. I give you guys all so much credit yeah. for every contestant that has ever partook in the bachelor the bachelorette like that is a whole i mean it's you know a national globe there's a fan base everywhere for it i mean we will only be seen by like <laughs> this Hopefully many not the world. Uh, yeah. i don't know i don't know <laughs> judging by what i keep hearing it sounds like it's gonna be a hit so <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I there, there definitely should be, but I think all Armenian women are just a little bit more like I don't want to be pegged as the, like the villain or the this person or the that. So maybe look if things don't work out for me, maybe I'll be on it next season. I'll just yeah. talk to my boss. <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully next season if you do decide to go on it, it's not some vanilla white bread bachelor that uh, isn't your family's not gonna like. You know, yeah, I think that's a big part of it too. That will not work. <laughs> <laughs> right right that's a big part of it too all right well guys before i let you go is there anything you can tease for us before the series premieres on november 15th like what can we expect to see Ooh. there hmm. there is a surprise in there i will say that you probably won't expect um i i don't know i feel like we can't give, give away anything there really isn't anything that we can give away other than the fact that like, it's truly, you know, no, if you like seeing, well. like there's these painful attempts of like small banter and whatnot. Like it's just so like, some of the dates are just absolute cringeworthy. And it's like, like you love to watch a train wreck. It's there for you. Yeah. <laughs> like we're talking like, like awkward. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, I think we both experienced like an awkward date where we're just like, how is this happening? You're on camera, just smile. <laughs> Let's see if they put those cuts in there though. I'm sure they, they will incorporate some. Oh but my I gosh. Guess I will say it's very, it's very real and raw. Like it's, it's unscripted and like just a very natural like um, happening of, of dating. So um yeah, I guess I'll say that. It's like yeah. more of a documentary than a reality or entertainment. <laughs> yeah. So do you know Do you know how they're going to uh, roll out the episodes? Is it going to be all of the episodes at once or is it going to be like weekly or? So the first two episodes are going to be released on Monday, November 15th. And then after that, it's one episode every Thursday and Monday. And there's oh, 10 episodes total. So nice. it ends sometime in December. So we got four weeks of Armenian dating show to look forward to on YouTube. Yeah. Let's nice. go. Yeah. <laughs> We're ready. <laughs> I'm stoked. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Um, I'm excited to watch your guys' love story unfold. Again, it's premiering on YouTube November 15th. First two episodes, uh, right? First week and then yeah, every Thursday week. and Sunday after that. Um, Monday. Monday. Oh, my, my mistake. I appreciate you no, picking you up on that. Um, well, thank you guys so much for joining us. Best of luck with everything. And I uh, can't wait to watch. 
Thanks, awesome. Thanks for having us. Yeah, of course. See ya. Bye. Bye. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash blackandunlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight, and honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com adoption drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All right, everybody, welcome back to Help I Suck at Dating, and it's time for my favorite segment. And although we don't have Jared here, we don't have Mark here, and we don't have Easton here, we do have Hannah here. So she is going to very kindly read these emails for us. And funny enough, Hannah, the first email is from a Hannah. Why is that funny enough? That's not even my name. I hate it's similar enough. That. You have every letter. Every letter of your name is in her name. She just has a couple extras. That's true. I do respond to both. But this email is from Hannah, not Hannah. And Hannah says, I've been dating my boyfriend for a little under two years. Thinking back to the first six months of our relationship, I could cry of how happily in love I was, and I envy it so much. It breaks my heart to think that I am no longer in love with him. 
I find myself fantasizing about other guys all the time. I get annoyed at every little thing he does, and I don't get excited to talk to him anymore. Is this normal in long-term relationships? I know the honeymoon phase doesn't last forever, but I'm also 24 years old. Aren't I too young not to get butterflies and to not be obsessed with my man? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I, well, I, I think this is actually more appropriate for you to answer because you are right around the same age and you have a boyfriend who you still yeah. seem very much in love with. So can you, I mean, again, you don't have to, but would you be willing to like share your experience with your boyfriend and how in love with him you still are? Yeah. So I met um, Trevor when I was 17. I'm now 22. So we've been dating for a little over four years now. We've had a couple breaks here and there. Um, but I definitely think that that is a bad sign, Hannah. Um, I still get excited to talk to him every time um, I'm on the phone with him or I see him. I still obviously get butterflies. Um, I totally get what she's saying about the honeymoon phase, like that excitement and kind of the jitter. I don't know. You know that feeling when you first start meeting someone and you're like getting to know them and you kind of are so giddy all the time that definitely goes away and fades, but the butterflies and the excitement, I don't think should ever go away. Hmm. At least it hasn't for me. And I think if it did go away, then I would start to get a little bit worried and uh, doubt if we should even be together. Well, speaking from someone that uh, maybe has a little bit more time under his belt, uh, I will say a little bit more cynically here, that I do think that those things tend to fade after a while. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. I just think um, you, uh, I, I'm going to say this, but I, I don't want it to come across as condescending. So <laughs> I just think that you just become a little bit more like emotionally mature and like in tune with your emotions, the older you get. And I'm going to go ahead on record and say, Hannah, I'm sure you're more emotionally mature than I am as a 22 year old versus my 30 years old. But I think it's just a matter of like, learning more about yourself personally as you age. So for me, for instance, I used to get the butterflies all the time. Uh, you know, all of those lovey dovey feelings that you get. And the older I got, the like the less I got them. And I do love Caitlin dearly, but I, I mean, I don't get like butterflies all that often. Um, but I would still, you know, do whatever I needed to do for her. And I make sure that she knows that I love her as often as I possibly can. And I think that I'm now, I'm more in love with Caitlin. I have ever been in love with anyone, even though I don't get those butterflies or like that uh, random excitement every once in a while. You know what I mean? So I do agree with what you're saying. I don't think it's necessarily a good thing that you had them and you lost them. But I also just think that 24 is very young um, and 22 is, you know, again, this isn't for you, obviously, because you're still very happily in love with your boyfriend. Um, but 24 Hannah is very young for you. So it's like, I, it seems like, like maybe the relationship could be over, but like, you still have so much like learning to do for yourself about yourself and whether that's going to be with your current boyfriend or with someone else. Like, I, I feel like it's just natural for that to happen because like the butterflies that you were getting when you were 22 are different because you're not the same person that you were when you were 22 because you're 24 now. So all that to say, I don't think it's the reason to throw away a relationship, but if you're fantasizing about other guys, like that's definitely a red flag. And that's definitely something that you should like look into a little bit, because I'm sure if you told him that he would be really bummed out by it. Um, and I'm sure you feel guilty for even having those, those, those thoughts. So that's my, that's my take on it. You're not too young to get butterflies or your question was, aren't I too young to not get butterflies and be obsessed with my man? You can be obsessed. Like I'm obsessed with Caitlin. I don't get butterflies whenever, every time I see her, but I'm still obsessed with her. And I, I bet you she'd probably go as far to say the same thing about me. So as long as you love the person and as long as you're happy with the person, I think that's more important than constantly getting butterflies and doing all those things. But that's just my take. I do think having thoughts and finding other people attractive when you're in a relationship is totally normal. And it kind of is like a good indication. Like if I find someone else attractive, I'm like, oh, like, whatever I'm like having like good thoughts or something about someone else then that's healthy because at the end of the day I still choose to be with my boyfriend mm -hmm. but I never find myself ever fantasizing I think that's where it crosses the line like I'd be really scared if I was just sitting on my couch fantasizing about other people and I was in a relationship I'd be like I probably shouldn't be in this relationship then right well no you make a good point too I think that because Kayla and I do that all the time too. We're like, oh, that person's really attractive. Like that person's really hot or that person's really handsome or pretty or whatever. Yeah. Um, 
and I think that is healthy because it's just a, basically an observation. But yeah, you're right. The second you like start to fantasize about that, or like even worse, you like start to act on those uh, impulses. I think that's definitely when it gets really bad. So having those uh, those thoughts is totally normal, like you said. But yeah, once you start to take it a step further, that's when it gets bad. Um, yeah. Well, Hannah, hopefully that helps you. Uh, I think it, I think it might. But you're 24. You're so young. I mean, it's it's weird for me to say that to you because I know you're younger than Hannah is, but. Um, just it's just so young you know yeah 24 who knows maybe this is the guy maybe it isn't just follow your heart hannah i would say odds are it's not um but let's move on to jesenia yes this email is from jesenia she says my boyfriend and i are going to my best friend's wedding at the end of the month since we've only been dating for four months i don't know what our boundaries are when it comes to talking about our past hookups and relationships long story short three guys i've slept with in the past will be at this wedding and I'm going to have to introduce my boyfriend to them. And I don't know how, to be honest. Should I just attend the wedding, introduce them like normal and spare him the details? What if later he finds out and gets mad at me for keeping that information from him? Would you guys want to know? Help. <laughs> that's actually a good question too. Um, that's, a, that's a hard one. I, I'm in the camp of always being honest. Um, and proactive is always good, but it sometimes proactive can kind of bite you in the butt where you're like, Oh, I, you know, I hooked up with this person at one point or another when like that information is like, yeah, it's good to know, but it's not always necessary for the other person to know. So it's like, it can just kind of complicate things. I, with Kaylin specifically, I um, have been honest about everything all the time. And I'm just like, this is like, this is what it was um, just to avoid any awkwardness. So I guess, I guess I'm always kind of in the camp of, beat them to the punch and tell them beforehand. I don't think being honest can ever backfire at the, at the end of the day. Do you know what I mean? Like not being honest and keeping something from the person you're with can cause issues. But I think everyone appreciates being kept in the loop to a certain extent. But then what's your, what's your take on something where it's like, why would you tell someone that, why would you tell someone something that like has no effect on any situation you're just telling that then you're kind of like getting they could be getting their head like you're just telling them that because for some reason you want them to know that right no I, I think I think in this situation if he if Jasenia's boyfriend is going to be around people she slept with in the past and I think she owes him respect to give him the heads up but I don't think she needs to sit him down and be honest about every single thing that's happened in her entire life but when it has to do with him and could affect him I think I would want to know if I were in his shoes, but I don't know. And they haven't been dating for that month or that long. They've only been dating for what'd you say? Four months. Four months. But I feel like that kind of complicates it too. Cause that kind of makes her uh, more on like the, maybe I shouldn't share it sort of side. Yeah. I don't know. That's a tough one. I've, I'm in the same boat as you. Like I've told Trevor everything cause I met him in college. And so when he came to my hometown and met people from, my life before college like I would just give him a heads up if I knew he was going to be around people from my past just because I would want to know but then it kind of I mean I get what you're saying too because then he kind of got in his head about things and it just makes you question things but at the end of the day I would want to know also are you only telling them that because you're going to be around them and like if you weren't around them they would never would have been told about it in the first place that's kind of where I feel like the big Uh gray area is where it's like, you know, it's so circumstantial. No, that is a, that is a good question. I think, yeah, it is circumstantial. And like, if I know he's going to be around someone that I've hooked up with in the past, I'll tell him, but I don't know if I would have just told him about these people if I knew he wasn't going to be around them. Cause it just literally meant nothing and didn't right. matter at all. But now he just like, knows everything because he's been around <laughs> everyone right. four years is a long time too. it you learn uh, a lot about someone over that amount of time i uh kind of a, a similar situation i i think i've shared on this podcast before too back when i was in college i would get drunk and i would like tell girls to like punch me in the face yeah. for some reason <laughs> for whatever reason because <laughs> I'm, I'm a sick twisted human <laughs> i guess um and one of them was like my really good friends and uh she I w- went to high school with her and then she went to this other college but she went to college with a bunch of my other friends so I would visit my friends and she would be there and I'd be like punch me in the face 
whatever. And I, I've told Kayla that story a couple of times and she like always loses it. And like, it's like, like, like dies laughing kind of thing. And mm-hmm. uh, she was out at the bungalow like a month or two ago. And she goes, Hey, I just met your friend from high school. She's so nice, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, she like gets home that night. And I was like, Oh yeah, you met uh, Maggie. Remember when I told you that girl that would always punch me in the face in college, like that was the girl that would always punch me in the face. And so I feel like by being honest about those things and you can kind of like come back to it later on and like, like laugh about it. Kaylin was like dying laughing. She was like, I can't believe that's the girl that used to punch you in the face. That's so funny. Like, ha ha. Totally. So I, I think that I think like by being honest about those types of things, you kind of like gain like power over them um, in a good way, you know, like to be able to like kind of look at them with the humor perspective. So, yeah, exactly. At the wedding with the three guys that you might have hooked up with, um, I think you should tell them. I agree. I don't think, I think honesty in this situation is probably best. Jasenia. You could even make a game of it and be like, hey, um, just so you know, this wedding that we're going to, I hooked up with three of the guys. And Try and if you, can, <laughs> if you can guess all three of the guys, I'll take you to dinner or something. That's good. I hope she hears this before she goes to the wedding. That's, <laughs> really, that's really funny. That's a good that way. That way you can kind of like make a fun game out of it. I don't know. That'd be, that'd be, that'd be funny. I think that's what you should do. Um, all right. Well, Honda, thank you so much for reading those emails for us. Of course. Anytime. And uh, your perspective was actually really helpful there too. So I appreciate that. Um, okay. Big thank you to the listeners for sticking through this. Oh my gosh. Just this horrible, horrible episode. I don't know why anyone lets me uh, host episodes by myself, but here we are. Anyways, uh, that's going to do it for this week's episode of help. I suck at dating. Big thank you to Hannah, of course. Big thank you to Vanessa and Natasha from the Armenian Dating Show. Be sure to check out their YouTube series premiering on November 15th. And big thank you to Hannah and Jasenia for emailing us. Um, if you have any similar situations or you know need some unsolicited advice, give us an email. I suck at dating at iheartmedia.com. Um, you know, maybe, maybe even weigh in on the advice that we're giving because I feel like that could be pretty beneficial too. But Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, Hopefully next week we have Jared back and maybe we'll suck just a little bit less. Follow Help by Suck at Dating on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City and Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day smart metabolic burn by brain md can kickstart your metabolism fight stubborn body fat especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey right now save over 30 percent on smart metabolic burn at getsmartburn.com the lowest price anywhere that's getsmartburn.com don't delay transform your life with smart metabolic burn from brain md these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration our products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease there are some things that are too good to keep a secret like how your amex platinum card helps you have the perfect trip i'd like to check into the centurion lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables Ooh, yum and how you get the most out of select can't miss events with access to the centurion lounge resi priority notified and amex card member benefits at select events You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.